I'm Miss W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in schools, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's ABS in education. Welcome to BS in Education. It's your hosts, Miss B and Miss W, and this is episode 25. So today's learning objective is just catching up. We have a few listener voicemails and emails, and I realized this morning that you and I didn't really talk about like our holidays or anything. We didn't. We and just I'm glossed sure right over it. Everybody wants to be all in our Everyone personal business. Everyone is dying to know <laughs> what we did with our two weeks off. Exactly. But before that, let's talk about our BS for this week. Yeah. I printed out the Google Doc before you added anything. Oh, everything's just going to be a surprise. That'll be a big surprise. Uh, I want to hear yours first because I might be able to relate to it. So I have aged 75 years since the pandemic, which means Mm -hmm. like one of my favorite things to do now is puzzles. (laughs) Mine too. So, so I knew that Christmas was just going to be like the worst ever because we weren't doing anything Christmassy. This is the first time. I haven't seen, well, the second time I haven't seen any of my family for Christmas, but the one other time we went to Germany and experienced the German Christmas markets. That's pretty so good. So it was Substitute. so much Christmas that, um, yeah, it was, I wasn't sad then. Yeah. <laughs> so I like planned all of these Christmas type events. So like events, I say, so, but like I made like this really fancy, uh, uh, breakfast and dinner Christmas morning we got a Christmas puzzle to work on the whole week leading up to it mm-hmm. and we could only work on it like while we were watching Christmas movies yes and my husband totally humored me because he knows how super bummed I am that's sweet of him <laughs> we we didn't finish the Christmas puzzle until New Year's Eve which was totally fine and it's missing a puzzle piece <laughs> F and F. It was like, it was like, well, if this isn't the most like, if this is 2020 thing ever, like New Year's Eve, five minutes of 2020 left. Like, boy, that sucks. Rug under the car. Like, I opened up the the vacuum cleaner. We have one with like a clear cylinder. Yes, and you looked at flashlight. Wow. I mean, everywhere. I really think the piece was missing rather than we lost it and that blows yeah you know what that tracks though because i have also done a ton of puzzles during this pandemic time and i have gotten two puzzles that have extra pieces that are duplicates of one of the other pieces in the box oh no so i fully believe else's yes two other people were like son of a bitch after they did a two thousand piece puzzle i have their pieces so if you're missing a piece of your puzzle you just (laughs) let me know what puzzle it is i might have it yeah right in and one of them's a border piece to make it all that worse oh no like yeah yeah I bought these three tiny impressionist puzzles. So they're like 200 pieces or something, mm-hmm. but they're the size of like a small index card. So all the pieces wow. are teeny, teeny tiny. tiny. And one of them was missing a piece. So I just colored it in. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks good because it was so tiny. That's fabulous. Yeah, there we go. Come what do you do with your puzzles too. when you're I done? I was about do you to like... ask you that. So, so we have been putting them in these poster frames in the basement 
because uh-huh. I would not hang them in my house. I'm sorry right. if you hang your puzzles up, man. I, I just know. I can't. Me neither. It would have to be very special in it. Like I am too old to put things up that aren't in a wooden frame. Yeah. And I don't feel like there's a puzzle nice enough to put in a Cause wooden frame. Because it's a puzzle. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a puzzle. So, so, so yeah. So I was all for just putting them back in the box, but that seemed to bother my husband. But this last Christmas puzzle has just been sitting around for weeks now because we don't want to just like admit that it's missing that piece. You're just waiting so for it to like, appear somewhere? Yeah, so it's like... Did your elf on the shelf hide it from you? Oh, maybe Did some mischief so. and take it back to the North Pole. <laughs> so I'll do a puzzle and then tear it up seconds after I finish it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just kind of look at it like, all right, cool. And then I destroy it, even if I've been working on it for a month. And my husband's That's like... That's what we did with our first hilarious. couple puzzles. And then at some point we started like, it was... Actually, we had them stacked. I had... um uh foam board because oh, i have just like so a giant ask. thing of it in my basement okay from a teaching you would. gig that uh-huh. i didn't get reimbursed for so i took that shit with me <laughs> that's mine um, now <laughs> so i kept stacking them up at some point and it was like yeah look i have accomplished something look at this sandwich of puzzles <laughs> that i've done yeah totally silly um yeah so that's my bs it's that just, sucks it's just, who knows how long that puzzle is gonna sit there because i just don't want to I'm not going to frame it missing a piece. No. But I also, I know the second we take it apart, I'm going to find that find it piece stuck and you're gonna, on the bottom of something. You know. Maybe it's like stuck on the bottom of one of the other pieces. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. I'm like, I wonder if it got slid under the mm-hmm. other one, but there's no easy way to like You can't look under puzzle. it. It's going to tear apart into all the yeah. thousands of pieces. Yeah. That sucks. Yes. Um, What's yours? My BS is about toilets. Um, we bought our house uh, three-ish years ago, mm-hmm. and um, we renovated almost everything, but it had relatively new toilets, so we left the toilets in, and I, I'm going to say it, I fucking hate them. They have, instead of just like a regular it's handle the, flush, it's got the yeah, fucking the buttons button. on the top, and they don't work effectively. So my husband's I like, always have to flush if you just, times when I'm at if your If you house. just hold the button a li- just a little bit longer, it'll all go down, but it doesn't. Even if it's just pee or even if, so for instance, in the bathroom upstairs, it's even worse because if my daughter pees and then puts her toilet paper not exactly in the tiny little puddle of water that's right over the hole, and she, of course she doesn't, and it always like sticks to the side, it will not flush down. It just sticks to the side and gets damp. And then I have to <laughs> reach in there with another piece of toilet paper and push it down. Oh my God, it infuriates me. And he's like, that's so stupid that you bitch about the toilets, but I'm just fed up with the fucking toilets that's mm-hmm. three fucks that's four now because i've said it four times now <laughs> i'm sorry mom but i hate yeah. them so much and that's what i want that's my new year's resolution is to bitch about the toilets enough that they get replaced because i'm not gonna do it i shouldn't have to replace toilets that's not my job that's why i got married is so somebody else would deal with things like would deal with the replacing toilets, toilets. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my oh, BS. Did you see that episode of King of the Hill at fifteen? Fifteen years, year, ago, I know. Where they also had the low flow toilets and 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 no. Hank, like some inspector or something made Hank put him in his house and he got all mad, so he was trying to get some you know special dispensation from like the <laughs> city council people and they wouldn't give it to him, so he started a um, a filibuster. No way. But before he started the filibuster, Peggy made all of them like a bunch of lemonade. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> 
so that every single person had to use the restroom while he was chatting and eventually they can understand you you just kept hearing why is it so yes (laughs) oh my god that's what it it is it's terrible it's like when you go to somebody else's house and you unexpectedly have to take a deuce and that's always when the toilet doesn't flush all the way and you have to like and it's the tank takes forever to fill up and uh that is like the the worst absolutely hate it i also hate it so last night it got my ki- one of my kids used too much toilet paper, so it kind of got clogged. I don't even know where our plunger is, so I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. dealing with this until your dad gets back. I don't back. even have a plunger. I'm going to put that on my buy list. Put that on your I list of things one. that you should have. Especially, mm. I mean, at my house, we definitely need to have one. So anyway, I didn't do anything about it. I just shut the lid, and I was like, don't use this toilet. So last night, in the middle of the night, while we're all asleep, from the bathroom, I hear this <laughs> sound, and I'm like, eyes shoot open like... <laughs> what is happening in my home and i go in the bathroom and the toilet was just like sucking down all the toilet paper just randomly decided now i'm gonna eat all the toilet paper and then it just cleared itself by making this sound in the middle of the night we need a plumber to call in and tell us what the hell is going on. yes all the plumbers who subscribe to our show and if you don't you should Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of content here for you Mm -hmm. um tell us what to do what's the best toilet bang for your buck (laughs) <laughs> as it were because also it's kind of boring to spend hundreds of dollars on new toilets but yeah i would gladly do it i would gladly spend hundreds of dollars on new toilets for my you home you use it all the time all man. the time daily multiple times a day man i hate them so that's my bs anyway hey uh so ha- i know that your christmas sucked i'm really sorry yeah. to hear that Mine was kind of yeah. fun. It was kind of not, but it kind of was just because I have kids. So it's hard to not have magical Christmas when you have kids because it's all about them. Remind me to tell you something about my Christmas when you're done. It just popped in my head. <laughs> okay. And I have a terrible memory. All right. <laughs> oh, tell good. Me about your Christmas. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it was, it was normal-ish. My, my three gift thing that I had established mm-hmm. in 2019 totally went out the window. But, um, but overall, I think it was pretty successful. Um, I did threaten both of them many times to just take things back to the store because, of course, like two hours after they open everything, they're like, we're bored. What are I'm we bored. doing today? And I'm like, I'm setting all your gifts on fire, you <laughs> ungrateful little bastards. We're going to roast marshmallows we're gonna, over this bonfire of your toys. Of all of your new shit because you don't care. But did you see that SNL sketch uh, with Kristen Wiig where she's like, I got a robe. Okay. Yes. So I thought that was the funniest thing. And I showed it to my kids and they thought it was hilarious. But you know what? My husband did such a good job. I got nary a robe this year. He he really went above and beyond. And normally I feel like I do pretty a pretty good job for him this year. I totally phoned it in. But he did mm-hmm. a really good job. So I was I was impressed for Christmas. Nice. Did you get the thing from us? Did the ornament make sense? Yes, I did. Okay. I made the we made the ornaments. They're hanging on the tree. And then uh yesterday I got my little stamp in the mail. Okay. My little extra Christmas present. Because I forgot to put it in the box and I was like, I'm not untaping it. She'll just get Hell it after Christmas. No. It's it was so cute. I love it. And then Yay. last night I ate a whole bunch of uh, so Miss W got me a whole bunch of locally, um, like she shopped local for all of her Christmas gifts. So she sent me and my family this giant box of like delicious treats. And I know. And then I like, felt bad for sending so much fancy snacks. fun. <laughs> Girl, you know, the way to my heart though is I just like I snacks. And so last night I ripped into the almond butter chocolate they called it like almond chocolate or something but i was like oh this is toffee and i ate a oh. bunch and it was oh, real good so yummy 
God, so good. Good stuff. Okay, so my Christmas. So I did a really good job of like mailing everybody's stuff way ahead of time. You did. So that everything got there. I like I, I it was it was much harder that like I spent way more time and thought on buying gifts this year because I bought everything in person. Yeah. But it's fine because what else did I have to what do? Else? Yeah. So I mailed everything off. Everything's great. So let's look look back at December 22nd and 23rd. I get a text from like my big sister like, hey, uh, I'm probably not going to get anything in the mail till after Christmas. So it'll, it'll be a little late. <laughs> and then a little later, my mom, hey, I just got to the post office today. So I really don't think it's going to get there in time. <laughs> and then the next day, my little sister like, come visit in like six weeks maybe i should just get and i'm just like god, god you guys suck not, not a single one so so i'm like this is fine it's christmas it's fine it's okay my, my upstairs neighbor was going out of town and she was like oh i got you something and i was like oh i got you something too and i was like but i'm not gonna open your present now because I won't have anything. To open I would like Christmas. a single thing to open on Christmas. So, so I'm so my my sisters are both at my parents' house and we're doing like a FaceTime on Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christmas evening and we're chatting and my sister was like, "Hey, so sorry I didn't uh, mail your present." And then my little sister's like, "Me neither." And my my mom's like, "Well, <laughs> so seriously, having everybody realize at the same time and like, have this look of like it was almost worth not having a present (laughs) almost for that moment of me just being like yeah yeah none of you did you all suck but i did the middle sister for you exactly (laughs) the middle child once again all once again (laughs) oh my husband tells the story he used to he has several siblings and he Mm -hmm. worked at foley's one year when he was in high school and his mom kept giving him money and was like, oh, pick this up for so-and-so today, buy this. Oh, so he was siblings, buying all the right. Christmas presents. And on Christmas morning, guess who didn't have any Christmas presents? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> Such a middle child thing. Oh, uh, When I was probably a year younger than your daughter, I don't mm-hmm. know, I was three or four, um, I think before school aged, apparently, and my parents love to tell this story, I stole stuff from everyone in the family and wrapped it and put it under the tree. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know any better. And my no. mom was like, it actually really was a great present. Because I was like, there's that there it whatever is. it was. Exactly. That's so brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I was adorable. So um, cute. All right. Should we get to our, our learning Christmas. objective? Yeah, I yeah, guess that so. was our Christmas. What is our learning objective? Oh, catching up on oh, stuff. We're just catching up on Ooh. stuff because we have some. I did oh, want to. Yeah, I did want to ask you because we have written this down. We haven't talked about it yet. What are you watching on TV right now? Oh, um, I started watching this. Sh- I'm watching so much stuff. I have no life. I just watch TV constantly. I can't because we only have one, and my out. kids are on it all the time. Oh, um, uh, well, see, and I'm everything just, is inappropriate for children. That's I worth got watching. this little kickstand for my phone. Damn! So that I can watch stuff on my phone, and I just have my earbuds in. So, yeah. like, like the stuff that I'm watching, I'm really only watching fifty percent of it, and I'm mm-hmm. listening to the other fifty percent. But I started watching this show called Instant Hotel. <gasps> I'm and that I down. love it. Sounds it. really fun. It's okay. So is it's it on this, Hulu? No, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. So it's this um, reality show where 
it's it's Airbnbs, but in Australia they call them instant hotels. Or okay. maybe they're just calling it that to like brand the show. the show. Yeah. So it's basically there's like five couples, not necessarily together couples, but pairs mm-hmm. of people, and they all have Airbnbs and they take turns staying in the Airbnbs as a group uh-huh. and they rate it. It's Is like it like that wedding, wedding show? show. Yes! To, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh, that's so TLC it's very show. similar okay. to that. Um, but like at some point they start getting strategic and all catty and stuff. Yes. But that's like round one. So there's, so the first five episodes are just one group of people and one person moves on to the next round. Uh-huh. I'm only on round two. Okay. But they're just like, they're all ridiculous people. So it's like reality, but it's also like, I really like houses and HGTV and right. Airbnb. So it's just the a little Perfect. bit of TLC, a little bit yes. of HGTV, sp- yes. Splash of Bravo. Okay, I like that. Yeah, it's uh, that's it's fun. really pretty fun. So that's what I am currently watching in reality trash, and I'm sure I'm watching something else. I just can't. oh, we've been watching the Godfather movies. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I've never seen them other than like in pieces on TV. I don't think I so have either. Pretty... You told me that last night. I was like, I don't know. Well, I feel like I've seen the first one, but I don't think I've seen any of the other ones. They're all like three plus hours long. That's why. I don't have the attention Mm -hmm. span for that. Is it worth it? They're good. I Mm -hmm. mean, the second one is so long it has an intermission. So I would consider watching half and watching the other half. half. Yeah, they are definitely good. Okay. Yeah. A lot of the stuff I was like, oh, I know what's about to happen because I've seen this parodied so many times. Right. The horse in the bed and all that stuff. Yes. Yes. Exactly. That's fun. What about you? What are you watching? Um, let's see. I just started watching Bridgerton last night, and Ooh, which that's is on my list, which is very Gossip Girl meets like Jane Austen kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a Shondaland it's, one, right? Yes, it's uh, it's fun. I didn't I didn't think I would like it as much as I as I do because I'm not typically into stuff like that. Because whenever people put on the British accents. I'm automatically just like on the cheese, the cheese meter goes off and I don't yeah. know how I can handle it, but I appreciate all the cheese that I've gotten so far. Um, and then before that, and I'm still watching Shit's Creek, the final season, like one episode at a time. Cause oh, I just, you haven't I'm finished savoring it, it. I don't want to finish. I don't want it's it to so end. Good. So I'm just like so slow to finish it because I love it so much. And then um, I watched, there was a series on investigation discovery called, doomsday where are the children and it's about Mm. this mother who goes cray cray and she's um latter-day saints and then like starts out the perfect mother and then all of a sudden both of her children go missing and like she's marrying a dude in hawaii and like all this other stuff i know who you're talking about but i don't know the the result of it i remember when that was in the news it's still like an ongoing thing there's still no conclusion to it so um and then i also watched murder at middle beach i might have talked to you about this before on hbo okay we talked about and there was but there's no there's There's no no resolution there's no resolution i I know know. it's uh it makes me crazy because i was so invested in it um oh and then the undoing have you watched that with nicole kidman and hugh grant Oh, I love that. That was... Did you watch all of it? Yes. What do you think of Nicole Kidman's face? Oh, God. She looks like a Muppet now. She looks like is her mouth... Is it her chin? Is it her jaw? So what is... I can't put my finger here's on what's, what's happening. weird. Nothing above her eyebrows moves. And then her mouth, like, she's done something to her cheeks. It's like Sam the Eagle. On yes. The well, it's... Rah, rah, it's rah, rah, rah. Uh, and her mouth is, like, stretched out. Yeah. And, like, she can't... She looks like a Muppet. 
It makes me really okay. sad because she's such a gorgeous human, but now she's looks like a muppet. So it's, it's just she it just bothered me odd. a lot. But I loved that series. It was an excellent yeah. series. It was good. It was one where I didn't know. I spent more time looking for something else to watch than I did watching something else because I was mm-hmm. scared to ruin it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I don't want to watch lots of stuff that. Oh yeah, The Mandalorian was great. Do y'all have Disney Plus? Yes, we do. And my husband and son are watching it, but they're usually watching it while I'm putting my daughter to bed. So okay, I'm like, eh. that's fair enough. It's it reminds me a lot of like TV shows in the 70s and 80s where i'm sure this genre has a name i don't know what it's called where like it reminded me a lot of kung fu did you ever watch that show no i did not watch where it's like this i totally watched it (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure it just came on at a time that was convenient because you know once upon a time we had three channels sure watched what was on i remember that um so it's about this guy that's just like this this stranger that's wandering from town to town and he just helps people in all the different towns okay. he goes to. Um, so the Mandalorian's a lot like that. But the last episode had like a big spoiler. And my husband, who does not watch the Mandalorian, but will come in every once in a while and ask me like a super pointed questions. Star Wars oh. questions. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. know, man. I'm just watching it and enjoying it. <laughs> um, so anyway, he was like, did you watch the last episode? And I was like, nope. And he's like, you need to watch it. There's some big spoilers going around the internet. So I was like, okay. Okay. So I really appreciated that because the last episode was very, very good. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll get nerd. to it. Nerd. It's good, though. I really enjoyed it. Okay. I'll probably watch the whole thing again just because I think it's just like quality. Qu- yeah. And you can, it's Should like you can watch the little too. episode. It's like one of those ones where each individual episode really stands alone. So it tells a story. A sprinkling. Okay. To like the, the, overarching the overall tale. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll, good. Maybe I'll I pick like it up it. with them. Hey, before we get to our actual learning objective, <laughs> maybe we should just take our break. Now. I guess so. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back in a second with what we promised you we were going to talk about. All right, class, settle down. Everyone sit down and shut up. I'm putting on a movie. Don't you miss the days when your teacher was so hungover? They just threw out the lesson plan and put on a movie? Well, that's every day here at Video High. Our curriculum caters to those who love the least loved films in cinematic history. The idea that this movie has a coherent A plot, let alone a B or C plot. This movie's too stupid. And then they do, and I'm like, wow, (laughs) they wrote this. Good job, guys. Join Casey Regan, Greg Hansen, Josh Roth, and myself, Jamie Kennedy, as we plumb the depths of video not-so-classics. This movie is sort of like a boner. It, like, is embarrassing to those who make it and offensive to those who see it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whether we think it rules or is actually total junk, hijinks will ensue regardless. Who else's favorite character was the bartender pirate? The set was good. That was like a side character who had a lot of fun business. The fart joke was motivated. (laughs) Video High is your B-movie education. And ours. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to talk movies with you. The movie is rated PG-13. But I do not know who over the age of 13 <laughs> this is aimed at. Great question. I mean, we're coming to find out me. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> I think it's us. Welcome, Welcome to, to Video, Video High. High. Video High. 
It's been a second. We're back. Yeah, we sure are. Uh, okay, so we have our uh, a phone call. Ooh, yeah. Um, so it's from a friend of the show, Miss. Do we call her Miss R? I think that's what. Yeah, we call let's her. do that. Hi. So it's Miss R, and I just finished listening to your podcast. I was. I am driving to work, so this was the easiest way. I have so much to say. I don't even know where to start. Um, she is so cute. Uh, and I haven't heard I'm her voice in years. I'm an LPC. Yeah. First off, uh, a licensed professional counselor in uh, several states, just in case you're wondering. I do have an EDS in um, education and clinical counseling from the education leadership and counseling department of that college we all know. <laughs> So well and went to I'm wearing a sweatshirt from that college right in now. In that state that none of us currently <laughs> reside in. So that was just a little personal information. Thanks so much for the shout out. That that made me giggle. And he didn't say you couldn't learn. You can learn it. ADHD people can learn oh, to, how to meditate. meditate. Well, that's it what just we were talking takes about. So yeah. much work and so much training. It's um, and progressive muscle relaxation is a good place to start. As far as learning more about um neuropsychology for Miss B. Um, Nadine Burks Harris, she's the current Surgeon General of the state of California. She has a great uh, book out. She's also a uh, pediatrician. She has a great, great book out called The Deepest Well and is really relating ACE, uh, ACEs, which is Adverse Childhood Effects to um, Learning and Development and all that. Um, new area, lots of study, hot uh, topic in that area. Any other areas of neuropsychology, which is my wheelhouse. I love brain science that um, yeah. Ms. B is interested in. I'm happy to um, give further recommendations. Um, what else? Uh, oh, the nexius thing. It's neuro-linguistic programming. Um, that's what they use to uh, deal with the Tourette's, and it's really hotly debated. It is... Um, the data on it is all over the map, but some people have had a lot of success. But that's what Nexium was using when they started out the um, neuro-linguistic programming. So look more into that if you want more information oh, on that. really cool. Oh, my gosh. It seems like there was so much I had to say. Um, I I love Miss um, B's Achievable Goals. I love the podcast as you guys know i listen regularly i have lots to say i swear i have more to say but i'm just rambling at this point because i couldn't take notes in my phone like i normally just take notes on my phone when i want to comment to um miss well both of you honestly but at this point i'm rambling so i'm gonna hang up and tell y'all to have a good day and if i think of any more i'll probably just email okay Oh, cute. oh, yay, Miss R. I love yeah, it. I have not heard her voice in so very long. That was fantastic. I love how Google Voice transcribes stuff. It called you Mississippi. It sure did. Miss B. It sure did. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, oh. That Nexium thing. That's nuts. Yes, I'm so glad she called in. We should have said this before the call, but she called in referring to the episode where we were talking about not being able to meditate if you have ADD, or she told me that at some point, um, or that's why you and I said we had trouble yes. meditating. And I guess that's the episode we were talking about, the weird Nixium uh, <laughs> Tourette, Tourette stuff. I, I know I wrote so much stuff down. I cannot re or can't wait to look up neuro-linguistic programming. I know. 
It sounds something I would like to get brainwashed by. I would love I'm to really brainwash myself it. out of yes. bad, bad habits and into good habits. Yeah. Incredible. Hey, thanks, thanks so much R. for calling, Miss R. That was so nice to hear really from sweet. you. Oh, I miss her. That's sweet. Okay, um, so let's look at some other questions we got from some listeners. This is from Mr. H. It says, hi, guys. Love your podcast. I have a quick question for Miss B. A couple of months ago, you talked about a student that was kind of a pain but was really smart and how you recommended him for GT testing. Do you have any update? Thanks. Keep up the good work. Well, Mr. Yeah. H, um, in fact, I don't have an update because they're not doing GT testing until February now. They <laughs> keep pushing no. it back. So the the update is he's still in my class, but the great thing is because I have gone ahead and identified him as GT, even though he is not tested as such, is that I've been giving him different things to do. So he'll... Um, you know, finish whatever his work is on and then I'll let him do research on the things that he's interested in and some of them, and then he'll come up to me and ask like, can I do it this way? Can I do it that way? And I'm like, yeah, man, nice. go for it. So he's having a what's, really good time. What's the, uh, do you know what the gifted, talented testing is like in your area? I don't, do you know the I haven't seen it like? before. So from what I understand, they do like the standard, I don't know, maybe they don't do an IQ test anymore. I know they used to, but I think I remember do, like, when those... I got tested for it. I remember some of the questions and stuff very clearly. And that was a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember like, like a lot of like spatial questions. And I think yep. that's because that's what I struggle with the most. But I know there's a lot of other aspects to it. But I remember like showing a sequence of different shapes with different shading mm -hmm. in and then what comes next in the pattern and stuff like that. I think there's some of that problem solving, which is interesting because I find that most GT kids hate solving problems like they get really aggravated when they don't automatically know the solution mm -hmm. even though they come up with brilliant solutions when they're forced to they don't i remember like being to. super manipulative i'm such a i'm a, You're I'm a, a psycho i really no i just <laughs> so remember <laughs> well that's what i'm saying i can very specifically remember the i don't know psychologist or whoever that came to the school every once in a blue moon calling me in and being like what's a typical day like for you in class and it wasn't a lie but I was like, I finish all of my work very quickly. I'm incredibly bored. <laughs> but I just was like, I'm, that will get me into the gifted class. I know what I need to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I did finish work quickly, but I also enjoyed school because I got to like do whatever I wanted. Right. I just got to sit around and read, I would read books all constantly. day. Yes. But the gifted kids got to go on like extra field trips. And I was jealous That's of that no shit. No kidding. It's not yeah. fair. Well, we I'm had so manipulative. Well, I, I went to parochial school, so we didn't get any extra anything. I was just that kid that got to read a whole bunch mm -hmm. extra and then get in trouble yeah. for it sometimes. Whatever. It's fine. Oh, I remember we had to look. I had to look at a picture of a house, like a black and white illustration of a house and find out what was wrong with it. So it was like the shadows were on the wrong oh, side. Interesting. In, yeah. In like relation to the sun. Uh-huh. Maybe there was no doorknob on, like, the front door. Yeah. Like, there were just, like, really little, little details. details. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. That's why I'm a professional detective now, That's... because I noticed the shadows are on the wrong Have you side. gotten the Facebook ads for Hunt a Killer? Where it's like oh, my a God. When I come visit, box? let's do one. Okay. Oh, I've been wanting so to do bad. one so bad. Okay. It was on my yes. Christmas but, And I keep list. asking my husband, and he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that I know. Shit. I'm like, well, I, know well, I don't want to do it by do myself. It. I know. You have to okay. have like a right. team. Cool. Good. We'll I'm going to get us one and we're going to do it. <laughs> we'll do it live. And we're going to have a bonus podcast. episode that's just us <laughs> going, talking about it. 
Oh, I can't. I'll wait. try to get us. I'll try to get a promo code for Hunt a Killer that for us fabulous. for that episode. Have we done we, like, escape We're room just going to do an infomercial. No, I did one, one time ever. Uh-huh. Um, was I in your? I was in your city. Uh, I was um in town. You were with for a conference. Okay, and I did an escape room. You weren't there. I don't remember why you weren't there, but you weren't there. And half the people I was in the group with had worked at escape rooms before. Oh, and like. Knew all, all the, the tricks, stuff. and I was like, "This is this fucking is horse fun. shit," and I can't believe I spent thirty dollars on this. I this was is, real mad. That sucked. I've done yeah, so that's two. That's the only one I've done. And the first one I did, it was uh, there were four of us who went in together, and then like two random people who ended up with us, or maybe it was another four random people. But um, it was an weren't 80s... they lucky? Because I'm sure you weren't just like they... made them laugh I the whole time. Railroaded <laughs> the shit out of it. But um, it was. Me and my friend's husband, it was an 80s rec room. That was like the theme. And so that my friends, awesome. it was amazing. My friend's husband and I were the ones who were just like, bah, 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 like got through it. And um, so we did well on that one. And then with that same couple, we had gone out for several drinks. And then we were like, what should we do now? And I was like, I'm an escape room place nearby. So then we went and we did an escape room with just the four of us. And we were so drunk that we couldn't figure out any of the clues <laughs> and got so pissed off that we didn't solve it. So my recommendation is don't oh. get hammered drunk before you go. Do it oh, after. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Fun. I love it. I love it. All right. Okay. Oh, we have another question. Questions? Yes. Oh, okay. This is for you. So I'll read this one. You should have read the other one. It would have made more sense. So I'm going to yeah, do it the correct fine. way this time. Okay. So this is from Miss L. She says, hey, ladies, I wanted to ask Miss W what the spring semester will look like. Are you teaching the same courses? And will you get to use that 25 person capacity space for in-person learning? Thanks for doing Ooh. this podcast. It gives me one thing to look forward to on my dreaded Monday mornings. Oh, thanks, Miss L. So um, I am teaching a brand new course in the spring. It has never been taught at this university before because it's for a brand new major. Ew. So like I've, what have I been teaching at this university? This will this will be my fourth semester and I've never taught the same class twice. That's very interesting. <laughs> because two of the four classes need to be totally in person they're like dance classes or performance classes then yeah. we're just not doing do them so they thought that they were going to be moved to the spring but it's not so actually the class i'm teaching in the spring is completely remote mm -hmm. which sucks but it's gonna mean that i get to go um uh down south for a month which will be fun because it's That'll so be cold nice. here I can't feel my toes right now. That's not even a joke. <laughs> I keep wiggling them in my uh, in my slippers. So no. it's actually a, I can't remember what the actual course is called, but it's a capstone course for theater educators. And it's a, a writing, or like meets their writing requirements. So they have to do mm -hmm. 15 pages of revised writing. Mm -hmm. So we are going to write the first few chapters of a theater textbook, which I'm Ooh, pretty excited about. That is Did exciting. I tell you my plan? Okay, so we are going to write a textbook. So this is what I thought of, which I think is so smart. Okay. Uh, I bought a bunch of old used theater textbooks on eBay, uh -huh. and I'm going to mail each student in the class a theater textbook. So our first, like, big assignment is going to be for them to analyze and present the theater textbook Ooh. like this is what i like this is what i don't like yeah it sounds like we're just writing a textbook but in all the analyzing of it they're going to learn it's gonna it's gonna be an insight into like their teaching styles and stuff gotcha so there might be stuff that they don't enjoy 
in the book just because the book sucks and it's poorly written. Right. But it might just be like stuff they don't like to teach or that's not the way they would choose to teach it. Um, yeah. So nice. that's cool. So it's going to be remote, but I think it's really cool that I'm going to like mail them stuff. That is very like cool. Like how to hunt a killer. Hell yeah. Not really. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm teaching that class in person, and then I'm also choreographing Schoolhouse Rock, which (gasps) is so fun, but it's all, like, the book is so terrible. Like, the script part of it is awful. But that's part of the reason that this children's theater is doing it, so it's a really good children's theater. Well, it's, it's a really good children's theater, and they have realized how difficult and how much editing and stuff goes into trying to do these performances right um because they're still filming stuff live there's just okay so the kids are in per- it's not like the kids are recording themselves on zoom right their film their singing is done at home but all the acting and dancing is done in person okay so schoolhouse rock is a really simple script okay which is why they've chosen to but do that and they're actually going to do like five casts of it wow because being an ensemble member sucks ass when it's not in person if you can't be in a giant crowd going oh he's going to he's going to tell exactly (laughs) so they're gonna do five casts of it which means i have to so i'm only choreographing three numbers but i'm teaching it to five different groups of kids okay so it's intense in a very different way wow yeah so that's what my spring semester looks like and then there's another school that i usually direct for that they are such a large overcrowded school that they were only recording stuff that was outside so i can only assume that we won't be able to do anything until like may Ew. so Dang. so i i don't know about that one we'll see that's odd what a strange that's my time. spring yeah right. i think this was a good catching up we did this was this was a lot of catching up um, I have an email, but I'm going to save it for another time because it's okay. a real long email with a lot of beef to it. So we'll Okay, it. cool. Let's go into teaching tips. Tips on teaching. All right. Um, my teaching tip, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. So what I actually wrote down was for classroom walkthrough, don't overthink student progress. So usually when you teach at a school, they have like this criteria that a principal or administrator is going to walk through your classroom yeah, once a month, every other of... month. And they have certain things that they should be able to observe in your classroom, not like you're teaching just right. in your room. And one of them is like, is the objective on the board? Uh-huh. Um, stuff like that. But uh, when I was teaching my first big grown up theater teaching job, one of the expectations was there was evidence of student progress and i was like what what and it scared me and i didn't know how to do it and i was like how do how do i show this and you know what i ended up doing i got a sticker chart with tongue twisters yeah <laughs> so when students finished work early the last like five or ten minutes depending on this was block schedule so they're 90 uh-huh. minute classes so depending on how much time we had at the very end I had like little strips of paper with all the different tongue twisters and they were allowed one chance to do it correctly. And then it was like, nope, nope. God, do it for me a different day. And wow. if they did it right, they got to put a sticker up there oh, that's and, cool. and they could take the pieces of paper with them. And some of them were really long and they got yeah. much more complicated and, and it was cool. So my real advice is just like, don't overthink whatever 
standard it is that your your principal mm-hmm. is looking for. Like there's a simple way to do it. And if you're not sure, ask somebody that has a different subject because yeah. they're going to think about your subject in a much more simplistic way, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. So like if it was for Miss B and she was like, I don't know what to do. I would just be like, how about just their spelling tests? Because I don't know a lot about ELA other than like spelling and reading. (laughs) You should be able to do these things. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that is my teaching tip. I like that. Uh, Mine is that this is actually a teaching purchase item that you should purchase. They're not super cheap, but they're super worth it, especially since we can't share anything right now. Um, on Amazon, you can get these clipboards that double as whiteboards. So all Ooh. of my kids have their own clipboard slash whiteboard so they can go around in the room and do whatever they need to do. But they also have that whiteboard accessible where they can I write their stuff. That. And then instead of erasers, if you go to the dollar store and get a bunch of men's black ankle socks, that's yeah. what we use as erasers. So it's just like a big mitten that they put on and whoop, whoop, whoop. That's fantastic. I, I love a clipboard, man. Me too. That was one best. of my, because um, I very often I don't have desks because I have my theater classroom sure. or whatever. So I get into clipboards and I would let students decorate them was like a great honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so stupid. They I'd be like, yeah, you though. can draw on that clipboard. I don't care. I don't care what you do. <laughs> oh, I don't think I had a single wiener on it. Not that you knew of. Good. <laughs> All right, it is time for Screaming in the Parking Lot. Screaming in the Parking Lot. Why did I sign up to do this teaching seminar? Why did I sign up? <laughs> like how you were just like, I'm for this thing. to do it. <laughs> I was so excited. And I'm sure I'll enjoy it afterward. But right it's now I just want to watch... I just want to watch Instant Hotel. <laughs> I know. It's it's holiday hangover. We're still not out of it yet. Yes. I'm really having a hard time with it. Very hard I'm going to be in it till February. <laughs> easy. Easy. Mine also, I, I am too. Like, um, So my screaming in the parking lot is also kind of related to the hangover because I haven't had any like physical headaches. I've had migraines, just like stress migraines, but not like mm-hmm. the physical headaches where like mm-hmm. parts of my head hurt when I touch them because of wearing a mask and that headset all day yeah. long and I get phantom pains like at the end of the day when I take off the headset and the mask where the backs of my ears still hurt or like I know what you're talking about it sucks I hate it so much I'm just I'm I know I'm it. thinking about going to get uh migraine Botox let me know I'm how it goes it. I've got right. like I've got it in my forehead in certain parts and I don't get migraines there but then it's mm-hmm. like it moved to other parts of my head but I have a friend who gets it like all around the crown of her head and like in yeah. the back well it's like that's part of it the symptoms for me that's so awful is just like my neck and stuff mm-hmm. hurts and I can't relax it yeah we talk about migraines we a talk lot about migraines so much <laughs> We need a migraine specialist. If you're a migraine specialist and you listen to our show, please call in and give us some and you would tips. Like to, and you would like to see us and treat us for free. Tell us Actually, how many. I have insurance. I'll, yeah, I'll, I have insurance. Yeah. I'll pay for it. Tell me how many a leave we can take before we have to worry about GI bleed. <laughs> Tell us what other over-the-counters we can combine with our prescription meds. Just things I like know. that. Just things I to know. help. I ordered one of these uh, like weird pillow things that I saw on Instagram advertised, and it's supposed to like support your neck in a way to get rid of migraines, and I'm sure it isn't work but i'm gonna try it you know what i wanted to try which i think your mom told me about it i don't know it was like this thing you hang off of a doorknob that you can like 
cradle your head in. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was yeah. some kind of Kickstarter. I'll look it up. I think this I have seen that. This is terrible podcasting. It is. You know what else I want to look at? Is those Shakti mats that's just like a bunch of little pins yes, that you lay on. Yes, I want yeah. one. But I also I don't know if I would use it. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm a <laughs> wiener. Uh, this is dumb. Uh, all right. All right. Temper so are all worth it. It's all worth it. Oh, my fault. Uh, mine is real stupid, so I'll go first. Mine is that we've been allowed to wear jeans every day this year, and it's oh, not yeah. a lot, but it kind of is a lot to not have to worry about looking nice or wearing appropriate work clothing. I can just wear jeans and a t-shirt every day, and I'm very grateful for that. So thank you, admin at my school, if you're listening, and also please don't fire me. Okay, what's yours? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> um, I just like, as much as I have the holiday hangover, I do really like that like fresh start um, I particularly like it like in my teaching space. Yeah. I like to try things out that are a little differently, rearrange the room a little bit, mm-hmm. throw shit out. Yes. That kind of stuff just always like feels it's like re-energize. Really nice. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try to feel that. Because right now I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm not there. We're gonna have to fake it real hard before we make it. Um, oh, hey, so much faking. it's all worth it, guys. And if you have a BS in education, we would like to hear from you. So you can email us at BS in education 2020 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at BS in education. You can call us like Miss R did at 234-73-TEACH. Um, you can also, like, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, what the F, do that, please. <laughs> and then if you have a podcast thing where you can rate us and give us a bunch of stars we would also like stars we're teachers Mm -hmm. we like star stickers so um thanks for being here for our 25th episode this has been a A bs in education class is ended time to go pick up your crayons off the floor class is ended time to go i don't want to see your face no more thank you for listening to abs in education my tummy hurts